Here's Tom Ezern with this week's Plainsfolk essay. In Oslo last summer, we called in at the Gustav Vigeland Museum, adjacent to Frosner Park. In a cluttered corner of the museum, I espied something that signified nothing to other visitors, but it meant something to me. It was a plaster cast of Norway's great romantic poet, Henrik Vigeland. I recognized this as the original study for the bronze statue of Virgiland that stands in Island Park of Fargo. A few days later, we were walking around the coastal town of Christiansand, and darned if we didn't spot another bronze Virgiland, identical to the one in Fargo. We learned that Vigeland, the sculptor, had the commission to cast the bronze for Virgiland, the poet's hometown of Christiansand. Somehow, Herman Feldy of Abercrombie, North Dakota, got wind of this, and a second bronze ended up in Fargo. On our last night in Oslo, we ubered over to Varfressler's Cemetery at dusk to pay our respects at the lovely monument on Virgilin's grave. Nearby, I made an Instagram reel of the tomb of Bjornsterne Bjornsson, which quickly racked up 87,000 views, These Norwegians are great people for monuments. Come to think of it, too, eastern North Dakota is bespangled with Norwegian monuments. The Bjornstern of Bjornsson Bautestein on the NDSU campus, and another one in Mayville, the Ivor Ossen bust across the river at Concordia College, the Rollo statue near the Sons of Norway Lodge, and others I'm probably forgetting. The only immigrant identity that outnumbers the Norwegians in North Dakota is the Germans from Russia. But where are their monuments? We may say, oh, there are spectacular Roman Catholic churches. Those are their monuments. And there also are many religious folk monuments all over German-Russian country. But no such statement of a self-conscious immigrant identity as a Bjornsson or a Vergeland is to the Norwegians. What if we were to fill that monumental niche? German Russians and other places on the plains have done so. Alongside the Esplanade in Medicine Hat, Alberta, is a dandy bronze of a German-Russian man and woman stuking wheat together. The creation of sculptor Jim Hauser, this installation speaks well to the agricultural proclivities and the gender roles of German-Russian immigrants to the Canadian prairies. In the Volga German country of western Kansas, specifically the town of Victoria, and across the street from the Cathedral of the Plains, St. Fidelis, is a splendid sculpture by Pete Felton, the master of limestone. It depicts a German-Russian couple, their four children, and, I am happy to note, their dog. What are we waiting for? I propose we get organized and commence installations to assert the German-Russian presence on the land and in our history. Here's a program. First, and this may be my favorite, just west of Ashley on the north side of Highway 11, a statue of Wilhelmina Geisler, the martyr mother of the Germans from Russia, the woman who died attempting to save her daughter from a prairie fire in 1898. The fire came raging across Dry Lake, which really was a dry lake bed at the time. And I can point you to the place where the events took place. Second, at Strasburg and along Highway 85, the Lawrence Welk Highway, 
a statue of the man himself. You may think you are too cool for Lawrence Welk, but if so, then you don't know enough of the history of American popular culture to understand. Third, to match the Bjornsson on the NDSU campus, and in honor of our great German-Russian Michael Miller, just retired from 45 years of service, an installation of some kind, we can talk about it, bespeaking the German-Russian commitment to the land. I predict this one will get done before the other two. Tom Ezern is a distinguished professor of history at NDSU. You can find his Plains Folk essays and all of our podcasts at prairiepublic.org.